You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Josh Neighbors here today for Locked On Nationals podcast. It is April 5th, 2021. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. On the show today, we discuss the news and Nationals now have a new set date for their season opener. It'll be tomorrow, Tuesday, April 6th, against the Atlanta Braves in Nationals Park. Uh, we'll discuss what we know about who's going to be available, what's reported, what's actually been said. We'll kind of try to parse through all of that stuff. And we also have some Nationals news, some additions to the roster, to the active roster, because of what's going on. We'll try to make heads or tails of who will be out there tomorrow. And then also take a look back at the opening weekend that was across the league very quickly. We finally have some baseball to look forward to. Let's talk about it. All right, let's get to it. So the announcement came yesterday from the Washington Nationals Twitter page, and they've been putting out updates there. So I'll just read straight from the horse's mouth. This from 12 hours ago is 10.43 p.m. on April 4th. That was Sunday, 2021. Official statement says Nationals to begin play on Tuesday versus the Braves. Major League Baseball announced tonight that the Washington Nationals will begin their season on Tuesday versus the Atlanta Braves at Nationals Park. The most recent round of test results of the Washington Nationals personnel includes no new positive tests. All the club's eligible personnel will be able to participate in baseball activities at Nationals Park on Monday. An announcement regarding the rescheduling of Monday's game versus the Braves and the postponed season opener a season opening series versus the Mets were made when available. So let's just clean up a little bit of this right now. Mark Zuckerman uh, of Masson had a tweet where he said, look, uh, you know, the Nationals could easily make up that game or that day, um, you know, that game against the Braves. May 3rd, they are scheduled to play the Braves. And uh, there is an off day for both those clubs before that series begins. The series is in D.C., so they can make up that game on May 3rd if possible. I would assume that's where they go, you know, moving with that game. Also, he just tweeted a picture from Nationals Park, and uh, Max Scherzer is out there throwing. I believe they're allowing the Nationals pitchers to go one at a time, I think, to Nats Park. I don't know if that's still the case. That was the case this weekend, according to Mike Rizzo. But Max Scherzer is at the park throwing. If he's at the park throwing, that means he's cleared. And if he is cleared, that means he's the opening day starter. So that piece of information is taken care of. So we can assume that Max Scherzer is going to be on the mound uh, tomorrow. Other pieces of news, once again, that series against the Mets needs to be made up. The Mets will open up their season today against the Phillies for what that's worth. Um, So that is going to get started for them. The reason why the Nats can't make up their game against the Braves is because uh, they're off day. They're going to be flying to Los Angeles. So the Nats have an off day after the two games they're about to play against the Atlanta Braves. That's so they can then fly out to Los Angeles where they have a, a Thursday game, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a Friday game in the afternoon. So they've got their afternoon game on Friday, and that would, that would you know, obviously keep them from playing a game against the Braves on Thursday, just having to do the cross-country travel wouldn't really be fair to the Nats. That's a smart decision for them, uh, obviously. The guys that we think are going to be there, I, I'm not sure it hit the pitchers that hard. I know Jesse had a tweet. Jesse Doherty had a uh, a tweet recently. I'm trying to get the date on that. Um, 
from April. So yeah, this is yesterday morning. Kyle Schwarber, Josh Harrison, John Lester, and Alex Avila are among the players the Nationals expect to be without if they start early this week, according to people with knowledge of the situation. The team hasn't announced any names of players who tested positive or quarantining as a close contact. So the Nationals did make a move and signed Jonathan Lucroy. That is one thing that was noted. The Nationals also brought up Luis Garcia, uh, and then Sam Clay was brought up, and I'm trying to think of anybody else. I think either Yadiel Hernandez or Yasmani Tomas was brought up as well, I believe. So the Nationals clearly believe that they're going to be without a large group, and, and, and the group expanded to nine yesterday when it comes to players that uh, that were quarantining, nine or ten, I think. And Mike Rizzo has been very, very vague about this. But the Nationals are going to be shorthanded, and they're going to be shorthanded as they play the Braves, the Dodgers, the Cardinals, and I, I assume that none of these guys, I mean, they could, but I would assume that a lot of these guys are going to be rejoining them when they go to the West Coast. Um, so they've got, you know, they're going to be starting this season with a skeleton crew. If Josh Harrison's not there, that would explain why Luis Garcia has been called up to at least bolster that middle infield. Um, I mean, I'm look, I'm not going to project about who I think has COVID, but I think the fact that they've got Jordy Mercer and Hernan Perez in the roster, they also bring up another guy, might tell you that there's somebody else in the middle of the field um, that, that could be suffering. So it could be one of the backups. It could be, you know, it could be Trey Turner, right? But but you're thinking, hey, if you've got two guys backing up, Jordy Mercer, and you've got uh, Hernan Perez, and you got Stalin Castro, well, maybe then, you know, one of those guys might have it, right? Stalin's playing at third, obviously, but maybe one of those guys has it. Um, Kyle Schwarber, obviously, if he's not traveling, then Andrew Stevenson is going to slide into that outfield spot. We're hoping that nobody else in the outfield has gotten it, but uh, as of right now, according to Jesse's reporting, it is going to be Kyle Schwarber who is not going to be there from the outfield. And obviously, I mentioned Alex Avila. That would explain why they're going to bring in Jonathan Lucroy, guy with some experience, to join them. And look, he, he you know, he might be one of the catchers. He might be, you know, he could be the opening day catcher, right? We don't know if Jan Gomes has it or not. But as for right now, Jonathan Lucroy is joining the team. So the Nationals, you know, you're worried. And look, we might think of a bullpen arm too if they're bringing up Sam, Sam Clay. Um, so the bullpen could be, I mean, literally every part of the team is affected. Uh, the starting spot, let's talk about that. John Lester, all right? So the plan here is for them to go Scherzer, Strasburg, off day, Corbin. And if they wanted to, you know, Max had the extra day of rest, so they could potentially skip a fifth spot and go Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin on the ninth after that day off, then go um, to Joe Ross on the 10th, back to Scherzer on the 11th, uh, with the miss with the absence rather of John Lester. So that is what I would project, right? If there is no John Lester and everybody else is good to go, then you're thinking Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin, uh, Joe Ross, and then you could go back to uh, Max Scherzer on Sunday, April 11th, because that would be the necessary, you know, five, you'd be pitching back on a, on five days rest. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, be, yeah, every fifth day. So there you go. He'd be, he'd, go on, he'd be good to go on that day. That is just what I think what we would do. I'm not an expert on what's happening right now because nobody really knows. And look, once again, it's it's 
not our right to know about guys having COVID or not. Uh, it's not really our our right uh, to, to know, especially with, with everything medically that's going on. This is a great time for me to mention, everybody, that you, if you are not vaccinated yet, uh, you know, put yourself on the schedule if you can. A lot of places. You can just Google how to do it and then you can find out how to sign up wherever you might be. I think it's a smart decision. Just, you know, you're seeing with the Nationals right now, and I think it's something that shows, hey, your life plans, your work plans, your whatever plans can be thrown off by the coronavirus. So even, you know, and we're talking about, you know, I'm talking about more healthy people here because we're talking about professional athletes, but obviously some of them are still at risk as well. Uh, we talked about Ryan Zerman, uh, you know, last year. This is kind of the situation that he was hoping to avoid, right? Fam- family members for him at high risk, trying to avoid the situation. And, and not saying these guys had the opportunity to get vaccinated, but if you have an opportunity, you should take it because it's going to help you and your coworkers and your loved ones, uh, you know, proceed and try to get back to much more normal life. And it sucks for the Nationals because I think as we go through the season, fewer and fewer teams are going to have to deal with situations like this as more and more people get vaccinated. But it's just tough. The Nationals are having to deal with it now. And a nice time to say, hey, you know, wherever you guys are getting vaccinated, smart decision will help you guys out uh, as we move forward here. You know, and obviously this disease is affected, this virus has affected so many people. This It's an easy way to do your part, right? You know, this is not always about you and vaccinated. It doesn't matter if you think you're healthy and you're fine. You getting vaccinated will help out others who also want to get back to work, get back to life, because uh, we can see how it affects, uh, you know, uh, this team right here, this workplace, and it's going to affect their performance ultimately as well. You know, whatever walk of life they would be, just happen to be baseball players, their performance, their results are probably going to suffer, right? When we, I mean, the Nationals full strength against the Dodgers, tough matchup, but still the Nationals might have a chance. Nationals not full strength against the Dodgers. Now we're starting to talk about you're lucky if you get one game out of the three when you head to Los Angeles. And let's talk about that schedule coming up here um, after the break. Let's take a quick break, look at the schedule, and kind of talk about what the Nationals are now facing as they lack a few of their key pieces, we think, moving forward. Today's show is also brought to you by betonline.ag. You guys know the deal. Football season is long gone, but right now we are in the heart of basketball season for the NBA and college hoops. NHL is in full swing, and here comes baseball as well. Also, BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up today. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, for a 50% deposit bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. One quick piece of news before we get to the schedule: Nationals prospect Mason Denneberg has undergone Tommy John surgery. This is according to Mark Zuckerman of Masson Sports. The right-hander was a first-round pick out of high school in 2018. It's the latest injury in a career that has been riddled with health problems so far. He is one of the most talented pitchers in the Nationals farm system, and Denneberg fell to the Nationals at 27th over, uh, overall due to bicep tendonitis. 
He didn't pitch professionally that season through 20.1 innings of rookie ball in 2019 and then missed all of last year recovering from shoulder surgery. He'll now miss all of 2021, and it's quite likely a good portion of 2022 rehabbing from his latest procedure. Dannenberg remains a highly regarded talent. Baseball America placed him ninth among Washington's farmhands in their most recent organization rankings. The 21-year-old will rehab and hopefully return to action at some point next season. Dannenberg will be eligible for the Rule 5 draft if he is not added to the uh, Nationals' 40-man roster after the 2022 season. So, you know, this is, a, is obviously a bad piece of news. It just sucks for Mason and the organization to have a guy that's highly touted and just having to deal with this many injuries. Um, hopefully he gets back, and it's it's going to be a, a tough road for him to make that 2022 40-man roster. I mean, if you're saying after 2022 season that this guy has to be on the on the 40 man roster to avoid the rule 5 draft and you think he's going to miss part of the 2022 season with pitching look guys i mean we all want to be hopeful but the guys and gals I should say but look we all want to be hopeful but it's it's hard to be and not saying for his career it's hard to be hopeful but at least for him as a Washington national the timetable is not in his favor and i'm reading this right now too from Anthony Franco over MLB trade rumors. Just want to give him credit there. But yeah, if you were to ask me about that, the timetable, not in Mason's favor. We'll see how he recovers. 21 years old, still plenty of time left for Mason to make an impact anywhere in his career, but he needs to get healthy first. And look, I just, it'd be tough to see him as part of the 40 man roster when he's barely going to be able to pitch professionally, um, you know, before the 2022 season. So wishing Mason a speedy recovery when it comes to that. All right, looking at the national schedule, so they've got two of the Braves, and what I mentioned, it is a reeling Braves team, but the Braves, nonetheless, tomorrow against the Nats, April 6th. Right now, Huskar Inoa is, is supposed to be um, the starting pitcher for the Braves. I don't know if that changes at all because of the way the you know things are setting up for them. I'm, I'm not sure if the off day changes those plans. We'll have to see. The Nationals, you're going to expect to see Max Scherzer, which is obviously a good sign. But the issue here being who is going to be uh, in the roster. And good news, once again, I'm just going to mention this stuff as it comes because workouts are happening right now. Mark Zuckerman says Victor Robles and Yadiel Hernandez are here taking grounders in center field. So the good news there with that is that Robles and Yadiel Hernandez, they just called up, are going to be with the team opening day. Obviously, if they're out there right now, that means that they've been cleared to work out. So those are two guys on the team that we know will be there. Mark, chalk that up as two guys we're pretty sure are going to be in the lineup um, tomorrow. No no word on Juan Soto. No word, obviously, officially on Kyle Schwarber, but Jesse Doherty is obviously somebody that we trust in this Nationals community. And if he says Kyle Schwarber is not going to be the team, I think we'd expect that Kyle Schwarber is not going to um, not going to be with the team. So trying to give you guys as much information as we can, but looking at this schedule, two of the Braves who had a rough weekend and are looking to get back on track. Then the Nationals will have three in Los Angeles, so that travel day, and obviously I think everybody's a little bit more wary of travel now, so uh, you know with the, with the way the Nationals outbreak occurred recently, but they'll travel to Los Angeles for three. Um, and the first two start times, I forgot to mention this, 
Tuesday start time 4.05, Wednesday start time 4.05. I guess Teddy Noah and then Max Freed projected starter on Wednesday. Once again, these things could all change. The Dodgers 4.10, 9.10, and 4.10 on April 9th, on April 10th, and April 11th. So once again, April 9th, first pitch 4.10 Eastern. April 10th, first pitch 9.10 Eastern. And then Sunday, first pitch 4.10 Eastern. And I mentioned the Nats were starting off with a lot of day games. Uh, they're still going to have three consecutive day games to start off the season, but it would not be as many as they were going to have if they played the Braves. I mean, they're going to play the, the Mets uh, twice in day game, day game situations. I believe the first Braves game was going to be a day game as well. And, um, you know, for the Dodgers, uh, the two of those three are going to be day games. And then they've got two at night with the Cardinals and then one against the uh, one against the Cardinals a day game on April 14th. So the Nationals are going to be playing in this little stretch from April 6th to April 16th. They've got eight games on the schedule, six of which are on the road, six of which are against presumptive division favorites um, in the Dodgers and the Cardinals. And they come home for the Arizona Diamondbacks series. They'll play the Cardinals after that as well. Something to wonder here, something to ask and ponder is that I would expect them to be at full strength either one of two things is going to happen. They're going to add guys as the road trip happens or even before the road trip happens, or they're going to get back at full strength mid-April when they return home against against Dimebacks. That's not me having any official word on it. I think that's just kind of using the timetables that have been set up with COVID, right? The two-week quarantine, how those things work. I mean, I would not expect them to be at full strength before that homestand. I think it would be, especially if it is nine guys, um, it's some of the names that we think, they're definitely not going to be at full strength before that period of time is over. So I would expect them to add players back as the road trip goes along, but I would not expect them to be at full strength until it concludes. And if they are, we'll definitely take it. But uh, I would just say, let's you know, let's try to keep our keep our optimism optimism uh, limited here. Um, all right. So also one thing I want to mention here as we kind of get down to it, like the, the scheduling of the podcast, like that's kind of where I want to go next. It's really nice with all these day games. So 405, 405, 410, I will be able to do podcasts when these games are over. Um, let's see for locker room this week, probably going to go with a Thursday edition because that is the nationals off day. So that'd be a great day. Talk about the first two games of the season, kind of look forward to their series coming up as well. So I'll go live on Locker Room on Thursday. Let's do noon, as we always do. So live uh, on noon on Thursday, Locker Room app. Make sure you guys download that to be a part of it. And then for all of those games, we'll definitely be able to do shows after the game. So expect a show on Tuesday night. Uh, tomorrow night, we'll definitely record one. Uh, probably later, work, work 7 to 9. So once we're clear of that, I'll record an episode and then Wednesday, after the game is over, we'll, we'll record one as well. And then probably Sunday night will be the next one uh, as the games, you know, there's the weekend games. So we'll not be doing anything after those. But, yeah, so that, that makes life a lot easier on me. I'm not having to do as late for the uh, the reaction pods. But you guys can definitely expect them on the night of the game with those, 7 p, or those 4 p.m. start times, rather, which we all appreciate very much. All right, we'll take one more break. We'll look around the National League East what happened this weekend as we move forward through opening day weekend, uh, or opening weekend rather, and hopefully the Nationals can start their season, fingers crossed, tomorrow at 4. Today's show is also sponsored by the best protein bar out there right now, 
Built Bar. Guys, go to BuiltBar.com today. Use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, to receive 15% off on your next purchase at BuiltBar.com. And go check out their Twitter account right now, at Bar underscore Built. If you guys go there, you guys can vote on your favorite Built Bar. They're doing Built Bar Madness right now. They have a bracket set up, and you can go to Built Bar uh, on Twitter. It's at Bar underscore built and go vote for your favorite check back each day to uh to see who is winning and then you guys you know try to push your favorite built bar to the top now it's going to be difficult uh but with your help you can push your favorite built bar to the top once again go to builtbar.com today use that promo code locked 15 you'll receive 15 percent off on your next purchase all right, so a weird weekend in the National League East because two teams were not playing, one team in an interleague series, and two National League East teams squared off. Let's start there. The Braves get swept by the Phillies this weekend in Philadelphia, a three-game sweep in which the Braves scored a total of three runs. Um, the Phillies pitching was really impressive in this game, and I thought start to finish, they got three really good starts out of Eflin, out of Zach Wheeler, who, I mean, he was, you know, he was spectacular. And then obviously Aaron Nola, Nola gave them a great start to the season. But uh, 3-2 win in extras for the Phillies. And then they get a 4-0 win and a 2-1 win. It was dicey for Hector Neris yesterday, but the Phillies with a great start to the season. And that bullpen, that pitching, all showing up for them. That's what Dan Wilson talked to us about. So surprising and a very good start for the Phillies this season. They'll take on the Mets uh, starting today in a three-game set at home. That's a big series, I think, early in the season. Can the Phillies capitalize off the momentum? Because if you look at Philly's schedule, it's Braves, uh, Braves, Mets, Braves, Mets for them starting off the season into St. Louis. So a really challenging start to their season. But uh, they've got an opportunity today, or at least this weekend. But the issue for them is they're – the pitching matchups aren't good for them because the the, the Mets are starting their season today, uh, which is kind of tough. The Marlins played this weekend, and they went 1-2. 12-7 win over the Rays um, in their last game, but they did drop the first two of the year. And so the Marlins coming out of the gate at 1-2. Offense, an issue for them. They scored uh, five runs in those first two games. They exploded for 12 runs on Saturday against Tampa. They've got a break. They're taking on the Cardinals, Mets, and then the Braves next. So challenging schedules across the board for all of these teams. But uh, a 3-0 team, an 0-3 team, and a 1-2 team, and two 0-0 teams, right? The Mets. I saw some graphic yesterday. It said, hey, Mets and Mets and Nats are still undefeated. Uh, sure. Uh, we know what? Hey, we'll, we'll go with that. As long as, you know. We, the people can say, hey, the Nats are one of the teams that have not lost yet. You know, can't can't lose if you don't play. Uh, the Orioles, the Astros, the Phillies, the Nats, the Mets, those are your five undefeated teams uh, coming out of the first weekend. LOL. All right, make sure you guys uh, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. Follow me at Josh Davers underscore. Until next time, my friends, please stay safe.